This is one of the things that I get really excited about with digital advertising. You can see exactly where your dollar's going on a daily basis. Look, we can go back and see what you're spending and what are the results. Welcome to Marketing Builder, the show where you'll get lots of little bricks of marketing advice to help you build up your marketing and your business. Drawing on over 20 years of marketing experience, your host, Daniel Oyston, will dive into a topic and provide you with short, sharp and to-the-point marketing advice that you can apply to your marketing straight away. Welcome to Marketing Builder. Let's get on with the show. Hey, hey, legends, pumped to have you joining me for this episode of Marketing Builder and also Aaron Wild, digital marketing consultant from Reach Local. And that's the voice you heard right at the start of the show, who joins us to talk about Google Ads and provide some great understanding advice, hints and tips to make the most out of what is probably one of the best digital advertising options for a lot of businesses. I invited Aaron on the show because I speak to a lot of businesses where Google Ads would be a great option for them, but they, for whatever reason, they shy away from it. Maybe they don't like spending money on advertising. Maybe they've had campaigns in the past, but managed and set them up themselves and they didn't have great success. And so they think Google Ads aren't a very good option for them. It is strange to me because we can, A, conduct concrete research to tell us if Google Ads are likely to pay off. B, they are so highly trackable, it's not funny. So you'll know exactly what your ROI is each month and C, we can set our own budget and even D, we can stop and start them with a click of a button. Now, in the past, I used to offer Google ad campaign setup and management for clients, but those were the days when it wasn't as complex or as competitive as it is today. And that's where Reach Local comes in. Founded in 2004, Reach Local operates in five continents and has had over 19,000 clients, having delivered them over 201 million leads, with a lead being a phone call, an email, or some web event from one of their campaigns. And that's why these days, there is no way I'm as smart or as organized as Reach Local is, so I can't, in good conscience, charge people to run their Google Ad campaigns. As such, any of my clients who need Google Ads, I simply introduce them to Aaron and let him and the team do their thing and generate leads for that business. I started out by asking Aaron to explain, without getting too nerdy and all technical on us, how Google AdWords actually work. Thanks, Daniel. Like trying not to get too nerdy in anything with digital advertising and Google is is sometimes a challenge, but let's try and break that down. Look, Google Ads is Google's advertising platform in which a business can bid on certain keywords and phrases related to their business. Look, when you do a search in Google, say you're looking for a plumber in Canberra, go to the search term and type in plumber Canberra, up comes four ads at the top of the page. You'll Look, they, these ads are identified with a little bold AD beside them. So you know that that business is paying to appear there in, in a higher position than they'd normally appear. And they're trying to drive the, you, the searcher, through to their website. And so how does PPC play into that? What does that acronym stand for? And, and how does it play into Google Ads? PPC stands for pay-per-click. This essentially means that when you set up a Google Ads campaign, you have a budget that you're prepared to spend to get people through to your website with keywords and phrases within that campaign. So when someone's doing a search for one of those keywords or phrases within your business, again, up comes the ad. 
when you, the user, click on that ad through to the business's website, they actually pay for that then. Outstanding. So people aren't paying just when the ad gets served like they might on TV or the radio or the newspaper. People are only paying Google when somebody actually clicks on their ad and there's some engagement. Yeah, that's exactly right. You don't pay to appear. You only pay when you get someone from that ad through to your website. It comes out of your budget. Outstanding. Now, when we're around town talking to businesses, we quite often talk in terms of B2B, so business to business or business to consumer, B2C. Are Google Ads suitable for both or is one more suitable for Google Ads than the other? Oh, it's a tough one, but... Look, Google ads are suitable to both. I think it really depends on the product or service that that business is is offering. You look at a software company that has limited search volume. They're they're, they're targeting business to business. They've got limited search volume, but they're still running ads. They get someone there for one of their software products. They click through and they purchase. Like that buying cycle might, might be a really, really long time but it still might be relevant to them. Whereas you look at a locksmith, a dentist, a plumber, there's a higher business to consumer, higher search volume, higher intent, need it now service. It's, it's going to work. I think the key to both is making sure that what we're, what we're trying to promote for both forms of a business is relevant and it's effective. And when we get someone from an ad through to your website, it, it says exactly what that searcher was looking for. Attention, attention, marketing target. For long-time listeners or anyone who has been in one of my workshops and heard me speak about marketing, you'll know that when I spruik my definition of marketing, that marketing is about finding people with a need and getting them to trust you, that I always follow it up immediately with, as such, your job is to get the right information to the right people at the right time. And that is what I love about what Aaron is saying there and what Google Ads can deliver you. People are literally telling you and Google that they want something and they want that information now. So they are the right people and the time is right. And as such, all you have to do is take hold of that perfect opportunity to give them the right information and help them. Apart from someone contacting you directly and explaining that they have a need, a want or a problem and asking you to explain how you can help them, It is hard to think of another marketing tactic that is so perfectly placed to convert people. So why would a business use Google ads in their marketing, apart from most likely being a a slant or a lean towards business to consumer, so B2C, but not strictly, it could be B2B. What other things would maybe indicate to a business owner that Google ads could be a good fit and could actually help them with their business? It really does depend on the products and service that we're trying to run in the campaign. At the end of the day, we want to drive leads into any business. And Google Ads is, is that critical piece in the digital strategy. I think, again, it all comes down to ads being placed at the right time and ensuring a website can convert any potential new users going through to your website into a tangible lead. When we're setting up campaigns at Reach Local, we do rely a lot on, on data and uh, data from currently running campaigns all around Australia, previously run campaigns that, that we have run, uh, and Google Trends, what's actually happening in that business segment or industry? Is there a lot of search volume related for this service that we're trying to offer? What are the costs involved? Is there a lot of competition in that market space? And and ha- have businesses 
being successful in running campaigns will be a lot to cover when we're setting up a campaign. The other thing is, like, what's what's the length of a buying cycle? We've spoken previously about locksmiths, dentists, plumbers, but as we said, they need it now. But then you go to a, like a builder or um, home renovations, the path from lead to conversion can be up to 12 months. So we've got to make sure that we're everything is measured and we're getting the right return on the investment back for that client at the end of the day. I think there's some really good points. So let's say somebody works through all of those with you and decides, look, let's do a Google Ads campaign and they want to monitor whether it is working well or not. And you alluded to it in your previous answer when you spoke about data, but how long should the sample size be of somebody starting a Google Ads campaign? Because I know some people in the past might run a campaign for a couple of weeks and then just say, it's not working, but probably three years is too big a sample size. Can can people get a good sense after maybe one month or two months or, or is it six months and then they need to make that decision to continue or not? Or do Google Ads campaigns maybe need to run longer before we can really see return on investment and results? A lot of people want to see a result in the first week and you know there's a lot of time measurement keys to get a campaign set up and running. Obviously, we we work closely with the clients to make sure that everything that they want to achieve from a campaign, we have that as a brief and we want to set that up into that campaign. Look, you can have all of that and, and saying that all that current data, existing data, you, you're not going to predict a result 100% of the time, within the first month even. You know, we, we're trying to achieve this for the client to get them the quickest result. But taking everything into consideration, I think a really good sample size is is three to four months. You're going to know whether we're going to get a result in that campaign within sort of three to four months in. Also, we quite often uh, have businesses come to us and say, look, I've got a promotion. We only want to run it for one month. Can you do it? Yeah, well, we can do it. But, you know, it's... It's only one month and it, maybe if we started a little bit longer, we could attract a bit, bit bigger audience. But look, everything in digital is measurable and you're certainly going to see the results. But back to your point, I think three to four months is a good starting base. And saying that, I've got campaigns that have started on a three-month, can we get a result from this? Seven years later, they're still running. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's the difference. If you get a campaign set up and it's running well, you know, continue to improve, making sure that we're always achieving the result that the client's after. Yeah. And you spoke about that sample size of general rule of thumb being three to four months. And you say that you have, you try and get all the information that you need at the start so you can set that campaign up for success. Are you doing much tweaking and watching the campaign during that three or four months? We're always working on the campaigns. There's so many variables in it that we talk about within campaigns. And look, we wanna make sure that we've got the right keywords in the campaigns. Are we targeting the right audience? This is where people can come unstuck by setting up their own campaigns and not not actually knowing the target audience. What are the keywords that they're looking like that are related to their business? Have they actually got those in the campaign? It's such a challenge. Now, look, we, we at Reach Local have a whole team of analysts that, like, and myself that look look at these campaigns to make sure that from the start we have the most relevant keywords in the campaign and we want the most relevant audience to click on our, our ads and go through to the website. We don't want to be wasting money on keywords that people are just researching. 
they're not actually going to engage with us. It's all critical to the setup. You spoke before about how easy it is to measure and track digital. We can get access to the data. What sort of things does Reach Local report back on to a customer, a client? And then ultimately, how does a business work through whether Google Ads is actually providing a good return on investment when it's put usually in a bucket with a whole lot of other marketing tactics? This is one of the things that I get really excited about with with digital advertising. You can see exactly where your dollar's going on a daily basis. Look, we can go back uh, and see what you're spending and what are the results. At Reach Local, we have our own client centre, which is a platform that clients can log into 24 hours, seven days a week. They can log in, look at their look at their Google campaign and see, all right, yesterday we spent a certain amount of dollars. Our ads appeared this many times. We had this many visitors through to our website. We got this many calls from, from our advertising campaign, this many emails, this many web forms. So they can see dollar for dollar what they're getting from their advertising campaign. On top of this, we also use a piece of code so that we can track all of the calls. So any call that's generated from an ad is recorded into this platform. The business user, the marketing manager, whoever we need to give access to this reporting can go in and listen to every call generated from that campaign so they can work out, was that a good lead? Was it a bad lead? How did we handle it internally? Good point. Because then they can go back and they can use that call as coaching and training within their own business and go, all right, that call, we're handling these really well, but that call that we got on Monday wasn't great. We actually do have that product or service available. Maybe we can do some coaching and training to, to engage our staff, our, our team members in this business better to get a higher conversion from our Google Ads campaign. So, Daniel, everything is available. I think that's a fantastic feature of what Reach Local offer, that recording any phone calls that come through from an ad. And I know from past conversations with you, some of that might be confidential. So if you're a, a business listening who thinks we can't really record phone calls, that functionality can absolutely be turned off. Now, Aaron, you spoke before about converting people once they got to a website after they clicked on a Google ad. What sort of things can businesses do once somebody's clicked on an ad and, and they've gone to a website or they've called a business to help enhance and support the process of turning them into a customer? Having well-written ads, all right? So you can pay all day to have your ads appearing there, but you've got, you've got to entice that person that, that, that to get them through to your website. You need to have a well-written ad these are the things that I recommend that people have in their ad is uh, a local phone number, having their address or a locality in there. Um, you're, you're, you're paying to appear there. So you want to be, you want to be making sure that everything is relevant uh, from, from your ads. The other thing that Google does that's really cool is it has a, has a thing called dynamic ads. What it essentially does is that whatever that search term was put into Google that headline will switch out and be the headline of your text ad to, to really attract someone. So an example of that is you've got a block drain. You, you need a block drain plumber in Canberra. You do that search into Google, block drain plumber Canberra. Up comes four ads. The first ad reads plumber Canberra. Yeah, it's it's relevant, but do they actually do what what I'm after? 
The next ad, the second ad down reads block drain repairs. Yeah, block drain repairs. Yeah, I'm after that. The third ad down reads block drain repairs Canberra. All right. So they fixed drains and they're in Canberra. You click on that and it takes you through to their page. It says block drain plumbers Canberra servicing all areas. You need that service now. You're more than likely going to engage with that with that business straight away. So having what's in your ad relevant to the user, you're going to get a higher engagement. While Marketing Builder is the name of this podcast, it's also the name of an awesome product that can help you sort through all the fluff of marketing advice out there and focus on the important stuff. Marketing Builder is a card-based system supplemented by online video lessons that walks you through, step-by-step, the most important things in a marketing plan, such as buyer personas, pipeline analysis, objectives, strategy, goals, budgets, and the fun and sexy stuff, the marketing tactics. And there's over a hundred of them for you to consider using. The card sorting process results in a visual representation of your marketing, where you can easily see how people will engage with your marketing as they move from awareness through to a customer or client. Whether you're a small business owner trying to develop a marketing plan that you can actually use and are confident in on that very limited budget, or a seasoned marketer wanting others in your organization to have real buy-in and engagement with your marketing, then Marketing Builder is perfect for you. Visit marketingbuilder.net for more information. Now, the reason you're listening. Let's head back to the show. Are all those little things like the location and a local phone number and reflecting back in the dynamic ad, the search term that somebody's put into Google, are they all just little ticks in the consumer's mind to go, they get me? Absolutely. So we come back to digital and we talk, talk about it all the time, but it's relevance. What were they looking for? Yes, they, they were looking for a block drain plumber in Canberra. Longer search term, specifically what they're after. They see that and they go, that, that's exactly what I'm after. There's a, there's a local phone number, all areas Canberra. They're more than likely to engage with you. I think you can't be more relevant in digital ads. You don't want to waste money with poorly written ads that you may, the business may offer that service, but the user doesn't have any relationship with you at this point. So you've got to be engaging in your text ads to get that user. I said before not to get too technical and nerdy, but I think you might have to on this answer because it isn't just budget that will affect a business's Google ads performance. There's also a thing called the Google quality score. So can you get technical and nerdy and explain to us what that is and why it's important? I can and try not to be too technically <laughs> nerdy. We'll do it. Google's quality score is a, is a combination of things. The quality of your ad, the relevance of your ad, the keywords within your campaign and the landing page. We spoke previously about the landing page uh, where a user, once they've clicked on that ad, goes through to your, to your page within your website. Google then gives you a quality score out of 10. We keep using our same analogy of the, of the block drain uh, plumber in Canberra. And everything within that ad is on your website. That's going to give you a higher quality score. Whereas if you had block drain plumber Canberra and they go through to your website and there's just everything on there about plumbing and nothing to talk about block drain 
plumbers in Canberra and we fix drains and we service all areas, it's just plumbing in general, Google's going to go, well, that's not exactly what that user was looking for. So then you'll get a lower quality score. And essentially, the other nerdy thing about it is if you, the higher your quality score, the lower you have to pay per click to get someone to the website as it's Google's way of rewarding good quality for the end user. So the opposite would be true as well, wouldn't it? It's if you've got a really low quality score, but you think that you can dominate Google ads by just paying the most amount per click, that's probably not going to help you as much as you think it might. No, absolutely not. Because you're virtually paying a higher amount to get traffic through to your website that you're not super relevant to that. So you're just paying a lot of money for probably not many leads because the user gets there and goes, that wasn't what I was really after. So once someone's clicked on that, it did come out of your budget, but they're less likely to convert. So at the end of the day, you might get a lot of visits to your website, but your return on your investment is really low because people aren't engaging with you. Well, I think the key takeaway there is that it isn't just a volume of visitors game with Google Ads. It's also important to really focus in on the quality and the relevance of the people that you're trying to talk to. So Aaron, to round that all up, give us an example. Talk us through a case study. Are you able to share one of maybe your favorite campaigns with us and and run through the budget and the numbers and the results that that business was able to achieve just so we can tie it all together in the minds of the listeners? Yeah, for sure. Look, I I've run a lot of campaigns in Canberra in the last eight years and there's some really, really enjoyable campaigns. There's some challenging campaigns out there, but one of the campaigns is, is a locksmith campaign. We started that client as a, as a, as a four month trial to see what he basically, what it was new to him, wanted to see what lead volumes he could get from that. It was new to me. It was my, uh, only one and only locksmith campaign that I'm running. I was excited. He was excited. We built this campaign out and it and it started and the first one to two months we were monitoring it the whole time and then it just got on a real roll. Now that client is continually to advertise what can we do better, what can we do differently, but that campaign gets it works really well. Look, the budget the budget's two thousand dollars a month that they spend servicing Canberra and Queanbeyan and surrounding areas. On average, we get between three hundred and fifty to four hundred visitors a month through to their website at an average cost per visit you just work that backwards it's about five dollars a visit to get someone to to his website so our ads have to be well written there's competition in his market we want to make sure that our ads are really relevant all the time we don't want people getting there and not converting and bouncing out he gets between 150 and 200 contacts a month a lot of it is phone calls locksmiths they need it now so he gets a lot of phone calls one thing i really like about this business daniel is that they'll answer the phone 24 7 if you're locked out you've been out all night you've, you locked yourself out of your house you ring this locksmith they will answer they'll get someone out there so they know the value of a phone call in saying that their conversion runs at about on average 75 percent so if we work this out at 75%, they have 90 jobs booked a month at an average cost per sale of $180. You know, they're spending $2,000 a month for a return of somewhere between sixteen and $17,000 a month. 
they actually listen to every call it generates. So that they actually, from the reporting platform that we have, they go back, they put notes in, in the system, that call resulted in the sale and the dollar value was this. Talking about return on investment, they know they put this in, this is what they returned and happy to say that they're a very happy client. I think one of the key things to take away there again is that old adage is that you have to spend money to make money. And I think Google AdWords provide for a lot of businesses, particularly business to consumer, an outstanding opportunity to spend a disproportionate amount of money for the amount of money that you can actually make. Now, Aaron, if people want to get in touch with you and find out more about how you and Reach Local can help them, what should they do? Where can they go? How can they get in contact? Reach Local have a really good uh, LinkedIn profile that we put quite a lot of information up through that. Our website, uh, reachlocal.com.au, has a lot of great information about case studies, examples, and all of the other products in the digital landscape that we haven't spoken about today that, that we also offer to our clients. If they want to get in touch with me personally, my email is Aaron, A-R-O-N dot wild, W-I-L-D at reachlocal.com.au. Uh, my mobile number is 0422-265-684. Send me an email, send me a text, give me a call. Look, happy to meet with anyone and have a chat about what they're doing now, what they could do differently has it? Have they done it before and did it work? Like a lot of people I work with have tried AdWords and they've got a bad taste in their mouth back on what we were talking about. Was it set up correctly? Did they have the right budget? What do our end users look like? So happy to have a coffee anytime and chat about Google AdWords. I will share that. I'll put all those details and links uh, in the show notes at marketingbuilder.net. Aaron Wild, digital marketing consultant at Reach Local. Thank you so much for coming on the show and explaining how people can use Google Ads in their marketing. Thanks a lot, Daniel. Thanks for the invite. Great show. As I said earlier, apart from someone contacting you directly and explaining they have a need or want or a problem and asking you to explain how you can help them, it is hard to think of another marketing tactic that is so perfectly placed to convert people. So I hope you got a good idea of how Google Ads work and how they can deliver you qualified leads. If you think Google Ads might be a good fit for your business, you can find out more at reachlocal.com.au or contact Aaron. And as I said, all the details are in the show notes at marketingbuilder.net for this episode. That is a wrap for this episode, episode 23. I've been your host, Daniel Oyston, and it's been amazing having you listen to the show. And I trust you got lots out of hearing from Aaron. Love this episode? Good. Make sure you don't miss the next one and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, or wherever wherever it is you listen to your podcast. I'd also love to hear from you on what marketing you are crushing or maybe finding tough at the moment. Maybe you're stuck. Maybe you just want to tell me about something awesome that you achieved in your marketing. Maybe you have a question. Please connect with me on LinkedIn. Just search for Daniel Oyston. That's O-Y-S-T-O-N. Or follow Marketing Builder on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Just search for Marketing Builder or the handle MKT. BLD. Until next time, may your marketing be awesome. And I look forward to you joining me on the next episode of Marketing Builder. This show was developed, hosted, and produced by Daniel Oyston from Content Grasshopper, the creator of Marketing Builder. Marketing Builder is the easy-to-use, step-by-step card-sorting system for cutting through all the marketing fluff out there and to help you build a marketing plan you are actually on board with. For more information,
information, visit marketingbuilder.net or contentgrasshopper.com.au. Thanks for listening.